Diva what? Diva who? Diva where? That's me. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Back to School September. We're picking all of your favorite back to school movies. We started out with Sky High. Pretty, pretty big episode to start out on, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, We did a little Save the Last Dance. And today we are doing one that actually has been very requested for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And I had not seen this movie probably since it came out in 2007. So it was truly a trip to rewatch it. (laughs) I honestly don't recall watching this movie. Like, I think this might have been the first time I'd seen it. Mm -hmm. So today... We are covering the 2007 campy classic, Bratz the Movie. Yes. So I don't know about you. I definitely like really loved Bratz dolls growing up. Oh, yeah. I obviously had more Barbies, but I did have a couple of Bratz dolls and I was always a Yasmin girl. I always loved her. So I had a Yasmin doll and I also had, um, you know, like the the busts that you could get of them where it's like just the head and you can do their hair and stuff and like their makeup. Oh, for sure. I had one of those too and I had the Yasmin one. That's Um, cool. I was a Jade girl. mm. I definitely thought Jade was really cool. Yeah. I forgot until now, but I wanted us to do BuzzFeed quizzes to (gasps) see. Oh my gosh, let's do it right now. (laughs) It's not too late. All right, listeners, the link is in the show notes, so feel free to play alongside of us. Oh my god, I got Yasmin. I'm certainly not cool enough to be Yasmin, but I will take it. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm almost done. I got Sasha. Ooh. That's cool. Mine says, you're always experimenting with fashion and mixing vintage pieces with your urban style. You love to sing, but you're too afraid to let your talent shine. But you've promised your... Bezies, you'll work on that whole confidence thing. You love life and are always sticking up for the underdog. Very nice. I got <laughs> you're super headstrong and know who you want to be in life. The ultimate boss. <laughs> you want to be the man. No. Um, you're known for your sassy one-liners and style and hip-hop moves, which always impress on the dance floor. You're willing to stand up for your friends and what you believe in. Your empowered attitude will get you far in life. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, DM us uh, who you got. We would love to hear. Yeah. I knew I wasn't going to get Jade because it started asking about, like, chemistry and shit. And I was like, no. Listen. <laughs> and it was like, are you inspired by Harajuku trends? And I'm like, I I love Harajuku stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's so cool. But yeah. I couldn't pull it off. <laughs> Same. Yeah. So that's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> Yeah, I will say, like, obviously I was a Yasmin girl, but watching this movie, like, Jade was my favorite by far. Oh, because Jade was, like, so cool. Mm-hmm. And Yasmin didn't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yasmin was <laughs> like, just, like, kind of annoying. So. Like, I guess they didn't want her to be in a clique or whatever, but, like, mm-hmm. she also just had zero friends. Yeah. And was like, hey, guys, maybe we could hang out. And they were like, I'm busy. <laughs> 
Bye. <laughs> Apparently nobody at the journalism club wanted to hang out after school. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, I guess uh we should we should get into it. Shall we shall we throw some numbers around? Yeah, throw some numbers at them. So we had a budget of 20 million, which is pretty high for <laughs> a for a kid's for movie. This movie. And uh got a box office of 26 million so very modest (laughs) modest. um yeah suffice to say it was a bomb i think they opened 10th that weekend yeah there were plans for a sequel before it came out and uh those were promptly scrapped uh after the very poor critical reception and also poor return as they should have been (laughs) i'll uh drop some more numbers on you this movie has a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I think this might be our our lowest rated Rotten Tomato like movie that we've done. Has anything been worse oh, than I this? Oh, I guess it's lower than Cuz Uptown is, Girls this is was lower the than Uptown Girls, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I think this might be the lowest. Yeah. Obviously based on the Bratz dolls. Fun fact, Paula Abdul was actually supposed to be, like, producer. She was supposed to do choreography. Like, she was supposed to be very heavily involved. But she was, like, dropped from the project before completion. She sure was. And this actually happened while she was filming her reality show. And there is a scene, apparently, where she gets an email on her BlackBerry telling her that she's fired. So. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. They also had a just super long list of people they considered for each role. Mm-hmm. So for Chloe, they this is alleged also, like we're getting our source, our source is IMDb, right? Yeah. But we have Avril Lavigne, Mika Borum, Hayden Penetier, Brianne Davis, Sabrina Bryan, Kay Panabaker, AJ Michalka, Amy Bruckner. Alana Tall, Jeanette McCurdy, Hannah Spirit, and Emily Osmond. Like, so many different kinds of blonde. Yeah. (laughs) So many flavors of blonde. I feel like I probably, we probably would have seen a more similar performance from Sabrina Bryan. Yeah. I feel like. Oh, yeah. She would have been super primed to do this role, especially coming off of Cheetah Girls. It definitely would have helped the finale number. Mm-hmm. I think they also should have had someone write a better song for the finale. I agree. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll talk about that when we get to yeah. it. But Bratitude was not hitting for me the way that Meredith's song Bratitude. was hitting. <laughs> yeah, some uh, other people that they considered for Sasha was Tessa Thompson, Kyla Pratt, uh, Christina Vidal from Freaky Friday, and Ashanti. Kyla Pratt would have really done a good performance. Yeah, definitely. Ultimately, they did end up going with Logan Browning, who the only other thing I've seen her in was Dear White People, but she was really great in that. I just feel like the chemistry could have been better. I don't know. I don't. We'll get. We'll get into. It. I have so many ideas for this movie because I feel like it could have been so much better. But mm-hmm. for the role of Meredith, wow, this is again crazy list. They were considering Kaylee Cuoco, Ashley uh, Brielt, Tiffany Thornton, Ali Mashalka, Ashley Tisdale. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just another Sharpay. Mm-hmm. Um, Brittany Snow and Sarah Paxton. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I feel I feel like anyone in this list could have also done this role, too. Um, it would have been wild for Ashley Tisdale to play both Sharpay and Meredith. 
because I would just I would pay so much money to see a movie where the two of them go toe to toe. Right. I think that Sharpay would absolutely destroy her, but I would just love like to see it happen. Wise, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. For the role of Yasmin, they were also considering Amanda Bynes, Emma Roberts, Scout Taylor Compton, and Scarlett Palmers. I think that they were actually pretty close to casting Emma Roberts, but she took Nancy Drew instead. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I would have loved to see Amanda Bynes. And from there, I would have cast it around Amanda as her, like with her being like the leading ingenue and comedian. And that's just where my mind goes personally. I think it would have been really good. And then finally, for the role of Jade, was Jade portrayed in just like the original marketing for Bratz as an Asian woman? Or was that a choice that they made in the movie? Because I guess her style is inspired by like Harajuku fashion and like that culture. But I I don't know if that's relevant to... Canonically, yeah, she is supposed to be Asian. Okay, so literally like most of these castings don't make any sense no but we have davy davy chase jojo britney Curran, sky sweetenham oh wow. my god <laughs> phoebe tonkin cassandra skirbo allison scaglotti uh daniela monet wow alexa pina vega Kristen Herrera, Alexa Nicholas, Kat Dennings, Anna Maria Perez de Taglia, and Nicole Gail Anderson, Miley Cyrus, and Lindsay Lohan. Bro. What a crazy list. What? I am very happy that they cast Janelle Parrish. Uh, I love her. She's, oh, I think she's really talented. Yeah, she definitely was like the standout in this movie for me, for sure. But yeah, yeah, she was she did a good job, I think, for the material. Yeah. Well, we have a lot to discuss, but before we do, shall we do a couple of reviews? Yes. So our first review is from Becky Boom from the UK. Thank you so much for your wonderful review. And because you talked in your review about how the podcast is like a comfort listen for you, I reached to my my comforting things especially in this season and right now that's gilmore girls it's time it's fall it's time and we've selected the song reflecting light by sam phillips and i do think this is going to be a very autumnal montage so you can see the colors changing in the trees there's a slight chill in the air you're walking home you're kind of like you're starting to bundle up a little bit just because you know the wind is blowing You get to your home, you set down your bags, and you're like, I'm now ready for just a a relaxing night alone. You light your favorite fall-scented candle, you make yourself a cup of tea, you you make yourself a nice dinner, maybe something with some butternut squash or, you know, some really nice, like, fall vegetables, and you sit down... You put on your favorite show that just makes you feel so warm and safe and happy. Maybe for dessert, you like you have some pastries or something that you got earlier in the in the week, or maybe you like baked something, 
and you just like heat it up really quick have yourself a nice little sweet treat before just you know getting into your pajamas getting into bed and getting all cozy wow really my ideal evenings i know i was like i feel like you're like writing this down yeah but that sounds lovely so our next montage is for all of june 21 a very sweet review thank you so much I was trying to think of like a really iconic song. I was actually going to go with the Celine Dion song, but I feel like Mbop by Hanson <laughs> makes more sense for the upbeat tone mm. of the pod. And I picture you having like a teenage montage. Maybe you're having like a sleepover with your pals you're painting each other's nails you're playing like truth or dare and you go to the mall together meet up with your friends at the park and like just really like enjoy your youth and then we take like a picture or something in the montage like and then (laughs) suddenly you're grown up and you're like holy shit but you're on your porch but you're with the same pals you had it's like those were the true friends that you had that you kept with you in your life because they always had your back. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love a little time change montage. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And last but not least, we have a review from follower and friend. Very mysterious. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you so much for your wonderful review. We are so happy to hear that you have been enjoying The Twilight episodes, they are so much fun to record. We cannot wait to get the Eclipse episode out, so stay tuned. And because you are such a fan of those episodes, we of course had to pull from the Twilight soundtrack, and we decided on the song Flightless Bird, American Mouth by Iron and Wine, and I am going to go with a little bit of a romance montage. I think that you are on a date with your love interest. They come and pick you up and they bring you flowers. They're like this really beautiful bouquet. You put it in a vase before you two head out the door. I think you go and see a movie and the whole time you're just sitting next to each other at the movie and you just like feel the tension where you're like, oh my God, I really like this person. Like, do I like make a mood to hold their hand? Like, what do I do? And then they end up reaching over and holding your hand so you don't even have to worry about it. And after the movie, the two of you are just kind of like walking through the street, still holding hands. And what do you come across? Oh my God, a gazebo, of course. And... Ah. You make your way onto the gazebo and your love interest is like, hey, do you want to dance? And you're like, but there's no music. And they're like, that's okay. And the two of you just dance under the stars in this gazebo and just a really magical, sweet moment. And by the end of the dance, you share your first kiss. Ooh la la. (laughs) Someone let me write a rom-com, goddammit. Yeah, this song kind of has gazebo and all over it as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for the wonderful reviews. We appreciate them so much. 
And uh, if you, listener, would like a shout out in our future episode, all you need to do is leave us a written five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we will pick a montage song for you. Very exciting. Well, without further ado, should we just walk walk right strut right into it strut right into it i like it let's do it attention podcast listeners and youtube watchers i'm logan the host of mostly superheroes a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff every week join me pc mike the giggler scotty scoop and carrie as we talk mcu dcu books tv movies and more MostlySuperheroes.com is where you want to be. Watch us on YouTube, listen where you get your podcast, and we'll see you Monday, Sunday on Patreon. Enjoy the rest of the show. So we open up. <laughs> Christina wrote, <laughs> not comic sans, but it is. Yep. <laughs> we have our opening credits, right? It's the first day of school. All the brats jump out of bed. They are... Way more excited than I ever was to go to school. Mm-hmm. And they log on to this video call. It looks very Omegle, honestly, <laughs> where it's like multiple screens and it kind of looks like autogonal or something. Yeah. So they all get on video chat and start picking out their outfits for the day. I think Chloe's like, oh, sorry, Sasha, like I have your top. She's like, but can I wear it? And she's like, of course. So they're all just super close. Yeah. And when it's Jade's turn to say what she's wearing she's like oh i'm wearing like you know a tan shirt and tan dress or whatever because she needs to wear like more conservative clothes at least until she gets out of the house and then she opens up her (laughs) hidden closet (laughs) slash seamstress room Mm -hmm. where she has like amazing clothes that she's making and like repurposing and stuff and picks out just like an incredible outfit. One has to wonder if she built this herself. Like, do her parents know about it? Is it in the blueprints for the house? Yes. No one Is will ever know. Is it an illegal structure? <laughs> will she be crushed if like there's an earthquake? If someone comes down the stairs from the attic, is it all going to cave in? Who knows? Yeah. And it all falls down. <laughs> and it all falls down. Okay. So... They agree to meet at the front entrance in 40 minutes to walk in to their first day of high school together. Yes. So we then go to Yasmin's house. She is yelling at her little brother to get out of the bathroom, but he's too busy, like, messing with all the gel in his hair, all, like, 14 pounds of it. The two of them end up running downstairs where their bubby, a.k.a. the mom from My Big Fat Greek Wedding, is down there waiting. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, Yasmin, it's your first day of school. I got you a present. Meanwhile, there's just like a mariachi band sitting in their, live- in their kitchen. And I, it's never really explained like this is their family. I don't know what's happening with that. Yeah. There's just a mariachi band downstairs. Yeah. And she's like, hola. <laughs> like, what's up? So... Bubby then gives Yasmin a present. It's a brand new pair of shoes for her first day. There's some stilettos. Clearly, like, shoes are Yasmin's thing. And she repays Bubby by, like, pulling a little chocolate from behind her ear. And that is her payment. Aw. Meanwhile, at Sasha's house, 
Her father can't figure out how to use the toaster. We learned from the beginning that her parents, I guess, semi-recently got a divorce. Mm -hmm. So they're living in separate houses. And she comes over and, like, helps him with the toaster. Then her mom comes to pick her up. Clearly, her parents aren't really on speaking terms because her dad is like, oh, tell your mom that you have a dentist appointment on Thursday. And when she gets there, she's like, remember, tell your father you have a dentist appointment on Thursday. And she's like, you guys need to talk to each other. And my appointment's on Friday. (laughs) Jade is having a whole other experience. Her parents drop her off and... Her mom reminds her that she has mathletes, she has violin, she has science club, and Kumon, and makes her father take a picture of, like, her and her mom together. And I'm, like, mortified. I'm mortified for you. Like, there's just so many new classmates that are passing by where it's like, Mm -hmm. why'd you have to do me dirty like that? Like, could we have just taken a photo at home? Yeah, like, uh... Dr. Covey into all the boys. Take that photo right outside the house. There you go. We're good to go. So we get some, like, shots of the school, and there's all of this, like, very ominous signage around that Shit's says, weird. like, obey, submit. And one thing I also notice is that there are hatchets, like, everywhere. Yeah. In all of the, the school logos, the signage, like, the award that they can win at the end is the golden hatchet. And I was like, what is up with this hatchet thing? So, I googled the name of this high school, which is Cary Nation High School. And I learned about Cary Nation, who, if you don't know, I'm about to enlighten you listeners, was this woman who was, like, a radical member of something called the Temperance Movement, which was an anti-alcohol oh. movement before Prohibition. And she would yes. go into bars and fucking tear them up with a hatchet. And that's <laughs> that's what they named the high school after. So that's why there's hatchets everywhere. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, even in the bathroom. Damn. There's like a, there's this, I don't know what the sign is even for, but it's a picture of somebody like, throw like they're on the toilet holding a hatchet like it's insane that's crazy i also read that they filmed this while the school was in session so it wasn't like they were like oh summer vacation (laughs) that's crazy yeah yeah so they're starting their first day at carrie nation high and all the girls Mm -hmm. are waiting while chloe tries to like park her bike but Oh my god, she's so clumsy. She knocks over all these other bikes. She is clumsy. And uh, the girls all huddle up together, and Yasmin is like, okay, it's a big school, it's the first day, and we're just freshmen. What are we going to do? And Chloe's like, blend? And they're all like, own it! And then they chant BFF, (laughs) and they start to head in. Oh my god. When Jade is like, excuse me, ladies, one extra moment... So they all huddle around Jade so that she can change in the middle. Sasha's talking about how she's going to go out for cheerleading. Chloe's going to try out for soccer. And Sasha's like, oh my god, Yasmin, you have to try out for chorus. But Yasmin is way too traumatized from when she threw up on stage in like middle school. Very Gabriella Montez. So there's no shot. Jade is like, yeah, well, I'm owning science this year. Just keep my parents off my back, but I'm also going to rule home ec and take full advantage of their sewing machines. 
And then Jade emerges in her brand new fit. We got the low-rise pants, the layered tank. She's got a statement jacket, blue hair extensions. Just like black cargos. Amazing look. Pan over to class president Meredith in some basic outfit. <laughs> um, probably like an argyle type sweater vest yeah with a short white button down underneath yes yes so she tells her friend that being class president is a huge responsibility while quinn and avery are like talking about some soccer guys they're like very enthralled and quinn and avery are played by melise chow and fucking annalise Vanderpool. I like did not even know they were in the same age bracket, to be honest. I thought Annalise was way older. They were both older than the uh, all the other girls in the movie because everyone else were they were all teens, but they were in their 20s. Yeah, pretty wild. So Meredith tells them she needs them to get familiar with the lunch assignment chart because there are 48 distinct cliques. And she's like, you know, goths, skaters, disco dorks, gangsters, wannabe gangsters, and the list goes on. So a freshman comes up to the table, and she asks if they have any interests or friends, and they're like, no and no. So Meredith tells Quinn and Avery that he needs to go with the loners. Another freshman comes up to them and tells them that she believes very strongly in renewable energy. And Cameron, Meredith's boyfriend, is like, um, the egomaniacs? And she's like, very good. So she assigns him to go sit with the other eco-friendly people. So then we cut over to Principal Dimley, who is played by John Voigt, crazy, And he is reading a book called How to Run a Prison. So (laughs) he then goes up to Meredith, his daughter, by the way, and is like, oh, look, sweetie, right here in chapter 10. It says, control the population, separate the inmates into groups. Like, this was your idea. This is genius. And she's like, (laughs) daddy, you cannot speak to me during school hours. And like literally threatens to like tell her mom what he's up to before going back to the table and he's like oh i'm sorry oh i'm sorry so meredith is like running this school via her dad essentially yeah this one chick is then like sobbing so meredith assigns her to the emo table and she says and i promise it will always be the same table because i understand that change is really upsetting (laughs) the girl's like thank you so much so As this is going down, the brats then walk right past the table, arm in arm, in slow motion, looking all cool. And Avery is like, excuse me? They did not just walk past us without checking in. And Meredith's boyfriend, Cameron, is looking. He's he's got a little flirty twinkle in his eye. Mm Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, who are they? And Quinn says that they actually look kind of cool. And we have this very slow zoom in. And she's like, I mean, in a totally trashy way, like we don't even have time to crush them type of thing. And Meredith is like, no, we don't crush. We help them find their way or else. So the brats then kind of like get to the quad and they notice how separate everything is. Like you can really see all the distinct clicks. Yeah. So we get a montage of Jade going to her science class and 
some guy is like, are you in the right room? That guy being <laughs> Chet Hanks. A young Chet Hanks. Insane. And then Jade, who, I mean, I get it. It's like a, it's like a little like comedic little like, oh, mm. I mix this with this. She is in the lab mixing <laughs> chemicals, not measuring properly, first of all. She's not looking at eye level. The, no, the fucking No, exactly. The measure. I'm like, you're not seeing the meniscus from up here. You gotta get down. She's not even looking. She's like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> but she makes this thing called the Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> called the Bermuli effect. And it like makes a mini like fireworks thing in the <laughs> Let me I tell can't you. believe what's coming out of my mouth. I Googled, because I was like, what the hell is the Bernoulli effect? I Googled it. Sure. The Bernoulli principle states that an increase in the speed of a fluid occurs simultaneously with a decrease in static pressure or decrease in the fluid's potential energy. Um, That doesn't create fireworks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So the nerd from before is like, hey, can you join our science team? And then I think she, like, takes his goggles off or his glasses or something and just, like, you look better that way. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. Sasha Achet – oh, this is – this is pretty baller, actually. (laughs) Sasha attends a cheer audition. The squad is crap. It's so bad. And the captain is like, you think you can keep up? And she's like – yeah. I have something better. <laughs> I wrote it. I sent it. It came back in the mail and I received it. Like she has a whole oh, thing that she says. She says. Do you have it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the captain is like, this is the level of perfection that I expect from a Falcon cheerleader. And I'm like, that was trash, but whatever. So Sasha, Very mid. <laughs> Sasha's like, please. And the captain is like, do you have something better? bring it and sasha says i brought it nailed it lent it to my friend's kid sister and brought it back while you were still figuring out the beat boom yeah just (laughs) she yeah she dropped out the next day they say (laughs) but she goes up does her original routine nails it and i just need to add in that the cheer captain was also wearing a tiara absolutely she was cringe to me this whole like scene really walked so that the cheerleading tryout in Riverdale could run. It's a very similar vibe. And I vibe. didn't watch that either, but that's what go our off, Halloween queens. costumes were from. <laughs> was from that scene. Did, and did I look good? Yes. Did I yeah. watch that? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> then we go to Chloe, who tries out for the soccer team. She scores a goal and not just she's going hard yeah, on that she's, field. <laughs> she's flipping. She's doing a flips yeah. and like back flipping and kicking the ball, bro. Mm-hmm. And like using her head. Like what the hell? Yeah. So Cameron watches from the bleachers and actually calls her hot and then goes uh, a hot player and I'm like I don't care if your girlfriend's a jerk or not. Like, yeah. I would be pissed if you called another girl hot. Absolutely. This is like the classic thing where in the real world, like if Cameron is so great and nice, like he wouldn't even have dated Meredith in the first place, let alone like still be with her. Maybe it's one of those things like 
how Noah Centineo was dating Genevieve. And mm. he was like, you don't know her. Right. That's possible. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me that, like, Cameron and Meredith would be dating. Like, they don't really justify that, no. but whatever. Never, and they never really have any chemistry either, so it's No, like, not at all. I, like, didn't even clock that they were dating at first until this scene, and I was like, oh. I thought it was, like, maybe her brother or Same. Some, like, I also thought it was her kid. brother. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. So, meanwhile, Jade is in home ec, and she makes a red dress which the teacher puts on, like she gives it to the teacher and it changes her whole life. <laughs> she like puts on the dress. She takes off her glasses or whatever. Mm-hmm. The guys in class start ogling her and I'm like, this is illegal, but sure. Yep. And uh, she feels really confident and I'm like, okay, yeah, it just takes one dress and your life has changed. Sure. Yeah, the power of fashion. Meanwhile, Yasmin just watches the chorus class Thinks about joining, but backs out. Oh, no. She bumps into a guy. Wow. Could this be the meet cute? And she completely <laughs> goes off on him. She's like, watch where you're going. Are you blind? And he's like, no, but I'm deaf. And she's like, what? You don't look deaf. <laughs> I was like, who wrote this? <laughs> Who wrote this? Uh, yeah, I was dumbfounded. Oh, no. She says he – she does say, like, you don't sound up, yes. but that's still – even still. An insane thing to say. hmm And he's like, you don't look ignorant, but you can't judge a book by its cover. And I was like, Boom. Oh. <laughs> Yasmin's, like, shaking in her little heels – the fact, okay, like, spoiler alert, we have a two-year time jump coming up. Uh-huh. The fact that this is then the last time that they spoke for, like, two years, and then <laughs> no. all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm also just, like, I just feel like they did not do a good job of characterizing this character because even though he is said to be lip-reading, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, like, throughout the whole movie. Like, he would have lost some of what was going on because yeah a lot of times people aren't even looking straight at him when they're talking oh yeah absolutely it actually made me think of how in season two of only murders in the building of course of yeah course. where he hands her the card and it says i'm lip reading but i can only understand about like 30 percent of what you're saying yeah and she's like oh people can always like lip read really well in the movies and i'm like like this one. This is a prime There exam. you go. There you go. Because they don't want to, like, characterize what would actually happen. hmm Yeah. All this to say, Jasmine is shaking in her fucking heels. At lunch, the brats all walk through the, the little courtyard together trying to find a table when Meredith and her goons are like, <laughs> oh, my God, where do they think that they're going to sit? So... Meredith grabs the seating chart and walks over to the brats. She's like, hi, you guys look a little lost. Like, can I help you out? And they're like, oh, no, we're, we're totally fine. We're just going to sit together. And she's like, but the courtyard isn't organized for that. Like, let me help you find a table. And Yasmin's like, oh, don't worry. We'll figure it out. So Meredith is pissed and goes back to her table. And Quinn is like, wow, they're so awesome. I mean, awful, awesome, they're awful, terrible. (laughs) What are you going to do? And (laughs) 
Meredith ultimately decides that she's not going to do anything because her system is flawless and it'll take care of the problem for them. And then right on cue, one by mm-hmm. one, all the girls' respective cliques start pulling them over. Chloe goes to hang with the soccer team. Sasha goes to hang with the cheer squad. And Jade goes to hang with the science club. And Yasmin, she's left all alone. Clickless. Aww. And Meredith is like, done and done. Not a problem in the world. After school... Yasmin is on a video call with Jade and she invites her over for her favorite matzo albondigas. But Jade is like, sorry, I have mathletes. And we get a montage where everyone is just busy all of the time with their respective cliques. This leads up to Yasmin showing up at Sasha's house to go shopping. But Sasha's literally like, what are you doing here? And all the cheerleaders are behind her. Like, I would be mortified, dude. I would be on my, on, hanging out by a thread, okay? <laughs> I would be embarrassed, so embarrassed, because she's like, literally, what are you doing here? And she's like, um, like, we had plans to go shopping, and notices the cheerleaders clearly hanging out. And Sasha's like, oh, yeah, like, I have practice, And Yasmin's like, oh, you know, maybe we could hang out next week. And she's like, oh, yeah, call me, call me. And, like, shoes her out of the house. Her friend of, like, I don't know, since they were kids. Obviously, Yasmin is devastated. So after this devastation, we cut to, boom, two years later. That's right. There's a time jump. It's been two years. They're now juniors. The girls all head to school. They all have their licenses now. Yasmin is driving her brother because he's in high school too. Mm -hmm. And they all go and, you know, meet up with their respective cliques except for Yasmin because she uh, has no friends at all. Literally. It's crazy. (laughs) We then see uh, Meredith's boyfriend, Cameron, and Chloe have a little flirt, flirt moment. And then Meredith goes up and kisses him in front of her. And I was like, hang on. Hang on. So we just had a two-year time jump. Meredith was the student body president two years ago, and she's still the student body president now. Jesus. How old is she? Like, was she supposed to just be one year older than them? I think she's always been one year older than them, which is so insane. Yeah. That would be a sophomore class president. That's bonkers. Like, absolutely insane. But I guess when daddy is the principal, he probably made that happen for her. So Principal Dimley, speak of the devil, welcomes everybody back for another school year before introducing his daughter. And she talks about how she'll be heading up the talent show again this year. And the prize, very big prize, a scholarship to the college of your choice. That blew (laughs) my mind. Absolutely. What endowment are you working with? It, what what district is Carrie Nation High School in? Like, it's truly wild. I can't imagine. Yeah, insane. <laughs> and Meredith is like, yeah, you can post your auditions on MySpace because it's 2007, baby. Wow, I never had a MySpace because my Me mom neither. convinced me I would be 
murdered. Mm. Yeah, I definitely wasn't allowed. I had some friends that did have MySpace in like sixth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah. Um, But then by the time I was like finishing up sixth grade and starting seventh, that's when Facebook really took off. And so I feel like everybody just like hopped straight to Facebook. Mm -hmm. I just really want to keep this in here. Don't edit this out. (laughs) I just want to say that we have a friend right now at Funny Girl. It's Leah Michelle's debut today. That's true. I said, how was act one? And she said, she was perfect. Whoa. (laughs) So pretty high praise. She also said Jonathan Groff is there. Zachary Quinto is there. And so is Ryan Murphy. (laughs) Holy shit, man. I know. It's really something. (laughs) Yeah. It's really something. This has just been 13 years in the making. Yeah. My God. Oof. So. With that being anyways, said. Anyways. <laughs> yes. In the bathroom of Hatchet High, the Yasmin and Jade run into each other. Yasmin almost leaves, but she like, you know, gets up the courage to come over and just say hi to Jade. Jade totally like ignores her for a second. And then she's like, oh, is that the, you know, new NARS lip gloss? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I love this color. And they're like, oh, my God, it's so good. And they're like, ha, ha, and giggle. And then she realizes, oh, my God, we're in different cliques. We're not friends anymore. And Jade's like, I got to go to class. Super awkward. Mm-hmm. After she's gone, Yasmin looks at herself in the mirror and just says, I miss you. And I'm like, holy moly. <laughs> I, I – <laughs> feel so bad for Yasmin. Yeah. Um, I did think after the time jump, her and that guy, Dylan, would already be dating. Oh, like yeah. They just didn't give them any personality outside of being friends. Or, well, I mean, they have their, like, skills, right. their, their talents. Yeah. But it was really, like, dry mm. other than them being friends with each other and their talents. Like, it, it was... Yeah. Clearly a teen movie, but I just wish if there was like a little more depth, I feel like it would have been a better movie. Yeah. Um, so we go to Meredith's house, compound you might call it. It's gigantic. Yeah. Her little sister Cherish comes into her room and makes fun of like the rollers in her hair. They clearly have a very strained relationship. And Meredith is like, um, my hair looks perfect. She takes out her rollers you know, bounces her hair on. It does it look looks incredible. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. She, I will say, um, Chelsea in this role, d- she never breaks a sweat. She is oh, like locked in. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The more I watched this movie, I was like, God, Meredith really is an icon. <laughs> yeah. I think like if there was a drag race character that did her from Brad's, it would kind of kill. Oh, absolutely. It would kind of be cool. Absolutely. Or even Jade. If the, someone did Jade, that would be really cool. Um, I'm sure someone's done a Bratz drag. I'm sure. Yeah, probably not like from the movie, but just like the concept of the dolls in general. Mm-hmm. I also fucking love Cherish. She was great. I really <laughs> yeah. like Cherish. Yeah. She also takes a roller out of her dog Paris's hair. Mm. And Cherish makes a joke about how they look fetching. she goes after she says that she's like these are the jokes people and i was like you're so funny cherish yeah this is it's moments like this it's really moments with meredith with cherish that 
really lean into just how campy this movie is. Yeah. And those are the best. Like, they go so far that they've passed through the threshold of cringe. Yes. And it, it works. So. Yeah. It's a hard wall to break through, but mm-hmm. it's possible. You gotta just, you gotta keep pushing through and then eventually <laughs> it all works. Yeah. So we go back to school the next day. Dylan is playing piano in the music room, but mm-hmm. as we know, he is deaf, he can't hear, and he gets quite frustrated and ends up um, like smashing on the keys and crying. And that's when the music teacher comes over and is like, oh my god, Dylan, you've been holding out on me all this time. I thought you were just some cool jock. Dylan ends up starting to walk away from the teacher, but the teacher's like, hey, let's talk. What's up? And Dylan says that he just misses music. And the teacher says that he doesn't have to. So he brings Dylan back over to the piano and like puts his hand on the piano so he can feel the vibrations when he's playing. And he then brings Dylan over to the DJ set, the little turnstiles, and has him put his hand on the speaker so you can like really feel the vibrations. And he puts some like headphones on his neck so he can feel it, like while they just, you know, spin a couple tunes. Mm-hmm. We go back to Meredith and she's talking to Quinn and Avery about how even though she's going to win the talent show, she still owes her fans a really cool show. And then this guy auditions. He does a juggling act and she makes fun of him. And she looks over and sees Cameron and Chloe run into each other on the stairs and do a little flirt, flirt, you know, glance, glance. Okay. Cameron is the one who says hi to Chloe. Absolutely. First of all. Absolutely. She doesn't even instigate a conversation. Mm-hmm. So Meredith sicks her dog <laughs> on Chloe and like the dog starts chewing on her pant leg and kind of like pulls it. So Chloe trips. Her lunch tray goes flying off the staircase and lands right on Jade's head. Can we also talk about the portion sizing at this school because it's an insane amount of spaghetti that lands on Jade. I was also going to say when she's on the stairs, it doesn't even look like she has spaghetti. It looks like she has a a thing of lettuce or spinach. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> where did the wait, giant vat of spaghetti come from? Yeah. She like tosses her tray in the air. It's like a whole like pot of spaghetti. You just see like <laughs> Jump on shade. It's very Kevin's chili from The Office. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Jade is horrified. She's like, Chloe, you klutz. I can't believe you did this. And she slips and falls into a trash can, which is conveniently on wheels. Mm-hmm. And it wheels her over to Sasha's table, where her meal goes flying all over Sasha. Perfect. And so Sasha starts freaking out. She gets up. What does she step on? A skateboard. The skateboard goes flying. (laughs) Honestly, this whole scene is like incredible. It's like a Rube Goldberg (laughs) machine. It's the most absurd like comedy of errors. And I low-key loved it. So the skateboard goes flying It hits Yasmin. She trips, falling into her own food. And Yasmin starts yelling at Sasha and calling her a stupid cheerleader. So then Sasha throws more food at her. And of course, 
a school-wide food fight ensues. So it's chaotic. Everyone is throwing food. Meredith is just like standing and smiling in the middle, very, you know, quickly dodging anything coming her way. (laughs) She catches a roll in her fist and crumbles to like crumbs. Not even worried about it. Doesn't break a sweat. And (laughs) by the end of it, the four brats end up by this insane bust statue of Principal Dimly that is in the courtyard. And they manage to knock it over. It cracks. Of course, mm-hmm. Principal Dimly with this guy who I literally thought was some sort of secret service agent based on the way that he's dressed. But apparently it's, it's just, just the vice it's principal. The vice principal. <laughs> He's wearing like a suit and the sunglasses. I could have sworn he had like an earpiece. Like an too. ear, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think it's kind of supposed to be like dimly the stupid principal mm-hmm. with the the you know corporal punishment vice the principal. muscle and then Meredith yeah. is the brains. Yeah, he's fi- dimly's the figurehead. That's all we need to know. And uh, of course, the brats do get detention. So the girls start arguing about who started the food fight. Chloe's standing on the table for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I do They're not like know levels. why. We need levels. Levels, levels. Postmodernism. Mm-hmm. So it escalates into arguing about the end of their friendship because they all joined their like respective cliques. And Chloe's like, at least I don't buy my friends with my daddy's bank account. And Sasha says, only because you don't have a dad or a bank account. And I was like, what? I was I was simply gagged. Mm-hmm. My fucking I was bald and gagged. That was what happened after I heard that. The proverbial oh snatching of the wig occurred. Literally. I I was very taken I aback. Couldn't even I couldn't believe it. And the fact that afterwards they're like, wait, yeah, like <laughs> Yasmin's like, hey, Sasha, like, that was really not cool. I I can't believe you just said that that. to Chloe. And (laughs) Chloe's like, it's okay. But Jade's like, no, it's it's not. Like, you tell him, Jade. Sasha, (laughs) when your parents got divorced, Chloe and her mom were there for you. And I'm high key, like, yeah, "Yeah." what she said was pretty fucking crazy. Like, Chloe did, like, a dig, but she was like, well, you're a dumb bitch, and your daddy's a dumb bitch, and your mom is a dumb bitch, and you're looking at a busted phone screen on an empty stomach. (laughs) You're dizzy, bitch. (laughs) She went so hard for no reason. She went so hard. Chloe's like, I'm turning in my letter of resignation. <laughs> I'm filing I'm filing the transfer papership right now. Yeah. The next scene it's her. It's like rest in peace, Chloe. Yeah, here lies <laughs> Death Chloe. Death by the harsh words that <laughs> Sasha said. Oh, it's such a shame she died so young. <laughs> Literally. Oh my gosh. Sasha'll be like just like her dad or something horrible like that. Holy moly. Oh, and so Sasha apologizes to Chloe and Jade is like, guys, what happened to us? They reminisce about their friendship. And Yasmin says the cliques are what pulled them apart. 
and they need to take control of their friendship. They can still be friends and do their own thing and be themselves like they used to. So they put their hands in the middle and they repeat their old like cheer of BFFs. Wow. If you are a professional looking at the European startup scene, Germany is a place you cannot miss. Fortunately for you, there is StartupRad.io, the authority on German startups. This English-only podcast brings you fresh interviews each week. Most likely, you have never heard or read anything on these startups before in English, but you will in the future. Be ahead of the curve and subscribe to StartupRad.io podcast or check for the StartupRad.io internet radio station. Check your Alexa for the StartupRad.io skill as well. So after this little love fest between the brats, who's watching? Meredith. She's watching via surveillance camera. Illegal. Absolutely. And she's obviously there with her lackeys, and she blames Cameron for all of this anarchy in her kingdom. But she's like, I'm not worried, though, because if all else fails, I have this and pulls out a thumb drive and everyone (gasps) freaks out and they're like oh my god i don't think this like calls for the jump drive like maybe everything will be normal by tomorrow and she's like maybe everything will be normal by tomorrow yeah right (laughs) so (laughs) clearly something sinister is going on meanwhile yasmin having the time of her life her friends are back together she doesn't have to be a loner like she has been for the past two years So she celebrates by going home and putting on a face mask and dancing and singing on her bed. Like any normal human being would do. Absolutely. So Bubby comes over, they dance and sing together, and of course, her annoying little brother decides to film a couple seconds of it, because... It's very Matt McGuire. Little brothers always want dirt on their sisters, apparently. So Bubby is like, oh, Yasmin, why are you so happy? Is it a boy? And Yasmin's like, no, it's friendship. Like, we all we all became friends again. And Bubby says that they're doing the right thing by walking into that school with their heads held high. And then, coincidentally, presents Yasmin with a brand new pair of shoes. Yasmin is over the moon. She's so excited. And her payment for these shoes is actually two chocolates from behind the ear. So it does make one wonder why Bubby is not allowed to buy her own chocolate. I gotta wonder why. (laughs) It's just so – I like – hope it's just an inside joke. Yeah. (laughs) I really gotta wonder. So the next day, the girls are just on top of the world – They go shopping, and Yasmin asks them, what's new? And Jada's like, honestly, it's same old. Like, I wish I could show my parents who I really am. And Yasmin is like, your fashion is your superpower. You shouldn't have to hide it. And Jade's like, that's like the definition of a superpower. (laughs) And Yasmin's like, okay, well – I've been writing some music, and before you ask, yes, it sounds pretty good, and no, you can't hear it because I still have stage fright. (laughs) No. So Dylan walks by, and they notice him, like, do a once-over at Yasmin, and Yasmin's like, oh, my gosh, guys, 
he hates me because I was like, what are you blind? And he was deaf. And I said, you don't, you don't sound, sound deaf. deaf. You weren't there for that, but that's what I did. <laughs> yep. And they're like, are you kidding? And J- Yasmin is like, he never looks me in the eye. He's never asked me out. And he can't even remember my name. And she's like, oh, he's crazy about me. <laughs> Delusional. The delusion, <Yeah>. babes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the delusion for me. He's mad about me. <sighs> so... Oh Yasmin God. asks them to promise not to let anything break them up again. Meanwhile, we have a little montage of the talent show auditions. We see them like all crouched around a laptop watching this girl sing on MySpace. And they're like, oh, my God, she's incredible. And Meredith just goes, wow, I love MySpace. And I'm like, was this sponsored by MySpace? Yeah, like, what's what the happening? fuck was that? I also thought that was really odd. We then see like a couple of other acts audition for the talent show, one of which being a boy band that performs. And I don't know if anybody else noticed, but Kevin McHale is in that boy band that was performing. Oh, I was wondering if it was a really popular boy band that I just didn't know about. No. Or if it was made for the movie. Yeah, I think it's just like they cast four boys. And I was like, that is literally Kevin McHale standing in front of me. That's crazy. Um (laughs) Meredith says no to them. And we also see a violin playing contortionist. So interesting talent at this school. It's kind of implied that any act that's good, Meredith says no to because she doesn't want a competition. Classic. At school, the girls try to walk in together, but each of their cliques wants them to sit with them like Mm. they've been doing for the past two years. Yeah. And the girls are like, oh, no, no, thank you. Soon everyone's staring at them. It's the same thing at lunch. The girls walk in and Quinn's jaw is dropped. They sit together and agree that it's really weird. And Yasmin is like, okay, plan B, mingle. I really like this montage. Yeah, it it was very enjoyable. We see like a montage of them kind of, you know, reaching out to the various cliques. Sasha gives this girl in the bathroom like a little makeover Yasmin tries to teach a jock how to walk in heels. Mm-hmm. We see Jade walk into her class and says hi to Dexter, a.k.a. Uh, Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. <laughs> and <laughs> this jock is just sitting there and he's like, oh, why is she talking to you, nerd? And Dexter's like, uh, she's my lab partner. And the jock tries to flirt with Jade and he's like, oh, maybe we can make some chemistry of our own, but without a Bunsen burner. And she's like, gross so dexter tells the jock that he owes jade an apology and he's like oh yeah what are you gonna do about it and so of course in and like you would in any 2000s movie the nerd pulls out the martial arts moves he's like i'm a black belt in jujitsu he's like sure sure you are kid (laughs) so he winds up pinning the jock to the ground and makes him apologize and he does and then the jock is like Hey, man, have you ever thought about playing football? The mingling continues. Later on, we see Jade tutoring the entire football team using, like, football terms and numbers and stuff. The jocks get a C-plus on their test, so things are looking up. 
We also see Cameron go up to Chloe on the soccer field to give her some pointers on her her goals. And uh, he, like, adjusts her her waist a little bit. And he stands in the goal and tells her to try a kick. And she's like, maybe you should move. And he says no. And then she ends (laughs) up kicking the soccer ball um, right at his crotch. So Mm -hmm. He has to be taken away in an ambulance. That's what you get for cheating on your girlfriend, even though she's awful, but you should just break up. I'm surprised that he felt pain when she kicked the ball because he doesn't have any balls. They're in Meredith's purse. Boom. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) So Meredith, total, total scene change. We're back at the the dimly compound. (laughs) Meredith lounges in the pool with Paris and Cherish is, like, on the other end of this infinity pool, like, mm-hmm. meditating. They start arguing, and Cherish is like, can I ignore you some other time? And Meredith tells her that everyone does what she wants. And Cherish is like, mm, actually, from what I heard, not everyone. <gasps> and Avery is like, ouch. So Meredith tells her she will bring back order to the school and asked them when she was at the height of her popularity. And Quinn is like, oh, you're super sweet 16. And Meredith is like, yes. So that's why I'm throwing another super sweet, sweet 16. 16 sweet, super, super. And they're like, I don't get it. And Meredith. (laughs) So Meredith is like. I'm going to use my invitations to bring order and harmony back to the school. No clicky, no ticky. (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) Iconic. Manny comes out of fucking nowhere. I don't know how he has this address. He, He comes to bring Cherish her ballet slippers. And he's like, oh, you forgot these at the end of class. Yeah, so the girls laugh at him, and he's like, hey, 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 ballet is a total ch- chick farm. Lord. Oh, Christ. So Cherish, like, calls him a twerp. He's like, oh, how does my hair look? And she's like, oh, you need a license to look that ugly. That was pretty funny. Yeah. She hates him. He's obsessed with her. Um, that's the whole dynamic that we have here. And that's when Meredith realizes that Manny is Yasmin's younger brother. And so a plan starts a brewing. She's like, oh, my God, come over here so you can tell me more about yourself. And this kid, he tosses her his cell phone to keep dry because she's on this, first of all, insane floaty that is remote controlled. And he just fully gets into the pool in his sneakers and his jeans and his leather jacket. Leather jacket (laughs) is the part... At least be like, oh, hold my phone, take off. Let me take off my jacket. Yeah, I don't. Anything? I don't understand a damn thing this kid does. His hair looks whack. He talks like he's in some weird, like, what's that play called? It's not West Side Story. In the Heights. It sounds like he's like some weird Lin-Manuel Miranda type (laughs) thing. Yeah. He's like so cringe. Yeah, so he swims right over to Meredith, which is insane, but also hysterical. And (laughs) she's like, oh, my God. 
I love your sister. She's so sweet. What's it like having such a perfect sister? And Cherish is like, yeah, what's it like? Because my and, sister fucking sucks. Yeah, because she's a fucking bitch. And uh, Manny just laughs. And he's like, oh, my God, she's not perfect. If you actually knew her, please let me show you some evidence. And he pulls out that embarrassing video mm-hmm. of her singing and dancing in the face mask. And Meredith is like, oh, my God, this is absolutely precious. I must have it for my records. Can you transfer it to this? Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> Holy shit. It's the jump drive. So when and Avery are fucking quaking. Even the dog mm-hmm. is shook. Yeah. And <laughs> somehow he's able to just plug this thumb drive directly into his phone. <laughs> Was that ever possible? Like, could you put a USB drive and a cell phone? Maybe a micro USB, but certainly not a regular. He just goes, it's like a fucking Lego. (laughs) Just like, boop, no problem. Here's the video. She couldn't have been like, can you text it to me? I guess maybe you couldn't do that on a flip phone. I guess, but. It's been so long, I can't remember. But yeah. It's been so long. It's pretty insane, and Manny is very easily manipulated, so here we are. At school the next day, Meredith announces her second Super Sweet 16 through skywriting. Yep. (laughs) And the brats are like, what is she up to? But Sasha's like, who cares? It's a party. (laughs) That evening, they go shopping, and they're looking around, but Chloe's like, guys, I'm not going to the party because I can't afford to buy anything new. The girls encourage her to come and they're like, we've been apart for too long and, you know, that's not going to happen again, especially, you know, because of Meredith. So Chloe says that I still have nothing to wear. That's when Sasha pulls out two guilt certificates (laughs) because her dad gave her a gift certificate to buy a dress and her mom gave her one too so she hands one over to chloe cue the shopping montage Mm. they have a little like fashion show in the dressing room they go to get their makeup done they do some makeup for these like little girls and it looks horrible (laughs) it looks so bad um the Skechers sponsorship? Oh, my God. I don't remember that. Oh, there's, like, some very, like, clear, like, product placement shots of gotcha. them trying on Skechers. Um, Chloe, like, fucking wrestles this woman for a belt. Mm-hmm. She, like, falls over one of the clothing tables, I think. Yeah. Pretty insane. Yeah. So we go back to school the next day. Meredith has given everybody a balloon and asked them to pop the balloon to see if they're invited. What a crazy thing to do. Oh, my God. The public humiliation. (laughs) So toxic. And she says that seating is arranged according to click. So if you don't belong to a click, you can't come. So the girls all pop their balloons And they see that they got assigned to their respective cliques tables. And Yasmin says journalism. And I'm like, but apparently journalists don't hang out with Yasmin because she's been alone for two years. She's the only one in the journalism department. (laughs) Yeah. It's literally just her. So Yasmin is like, you know what? 
we shouldn't go to the party. It's not worth it. And I'm like, of course you would say that because you're the loner. But <laughs> Sasha's like, let's just stay home and have popcorn, guys. Yeah. But Sasha's like, no, it's going to be an amazing party. And Jade's, you know, brings up that if they don't go, they could be branded as losers. But ultimately, Jade and Chloe decide that they're with Yasmin and they're just going to skip the ego trip. Sasha is heartbroken because of the loss of a fashion opportunity, but she does concede and they mm-hmm. all agree to skip the party. Yes. Later on, Meredith and her dog Paris are getting manicures, a fresh new blowout. And this is like a really great. I love this scene. <laughs> I love this scene. So the next thing we see is Meredith with her dog Paris sitting there while these stylists present her with all these dress options. And she's like, mm, no, 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 n- no. <laughs> How could she? Like, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. And then she sees the perfect dress. And she has a photo shoot in her house in this dress. During the photo shoot, she just goes, I love me. It's like, I love me. This woman is an icon. Oh, my God. An icon, a legend. (laughs) One queen. One queen. And it's Meredith. Oh, so good. So we then go back to school where Yasmin is in the choir room and inexplicably is singing into a mic, which is an interesting choice for somebody who apparently does not want to be heard singing whenever, but she's singing one of her original songs and Dylan comes in and he puts his hand on the speaker for like three seconds and then starts clapping and telling her that her singing is amazing. She is like super embarrassed that he heard her and she does thank him and she's like, but, um, uh, and he's like, it's okay, you can say it. I can't hear, but I heard you. And so he puts her hand on the speaker and has her feel herself singing as well. He says that he could feel her voice and it felt amazing. He tells her that she should uh, sign up for the talent show because she would win. She's like, oh, no, no, no. I get super sick when I sing in front of people, like terrible stage fright, can't do it. And he's like, hey, look at me. I learned to spin even though I can't hear. And he does a little wicka wicka wick on the uh on the on the turn tables. And he tells her that it would be a crime to keep that voice inside. And then he teaches her the like ASL for go for it. So Chloe gets home however many days later, whatever. <clears throat> To see her kitchen just covered in cooking supplies. And she's like, oh, mom, you must have gotten a major order for a party. Her mom is laying on the couch. She's down for the count. She has a fever. And her mom drips up. But she's like, oh, I got to get it done. I have to finish cooking. I have to finish cooking. And Chloe's like, mom, um, why don't you just sleep for a few hours, like, at least? And she's like, oh, I have to I have to go. Like, <laughs> It's really a weird moment. I don't feel like she's actually got a fever. I feel like she's like, I have to prove my acting chops. This is my only opportunity. Like, I may never get work again. I did think when Chloe came home and her mom was on the couch, I was like, is her mom like, like sick, sick? Like, oh, like cancer. Yeah. I was like, does she have like a, 
an illness, but I was like, oh no, it's, just, yeah. it's a fever. She's just exhausted. <laughs> so re- most maybe the most rela- relatable thing in this entire yeah. movie. I'm like same bitch. I feel like yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. <sighs> so uh, you know, Chloe's like, mom, please just get some sleep for a couple of hours. And so she does relent. She's like, okay, you know, wake me up in an hour and a half and I'm going to finish this. Mm-hmm. So Chloe immediately calls her friends and she's like, guys, can you please help? Like, you know. The girls come over and Chloe basically explains to them that they need to make 150 or something of each dish. That's a lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot. They need to like help her mom do this order the girls are like, oh, I'm not the best chef, but, you know, they all pitch in, they put their minds to it, they make, like, some edible arrangements, lots of, like, pastries and cupcakes and chocolates. So, like, her mom is, like, a a pastry chef, I guess. I don't really – yeah, I guess caterer, but – It's a lot of candy on, like, toothpicks. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, mini cupcakes. Mm-hmm. I think they have to convince Jade to help too. Jade's like, I don't know how to cook. Yeah. And she's like, come on. It's like fashion, but for food. And I'm like, when you say it's baking like is like chemistry, chemistry, one would think. The normal fucking comparison. <laughs> yeah. So they make this whole order somehow. And eventually Chloe's mom wakes up in a panic because she's like, oh my God, I have so much work to do. But she comes into the kitchen. <gasps> And sees that the girls have done the entire order. Ah, So her mom is actually very touched and she sheds a couple of tears. But that's when she gets a phone call. And it turns out that her servers can't make it. Very last minute. They don't even say why. She doesn't even say anything to them on the phone. She's like, hello? And then like hangs up. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? (laughs) They're like, we're so sorry we can't make it. And she just hangs up. <laughs> well, girls, I'm sorry you did all that work, but it looks like we'll have to cancel. And I'm like, uh, uh, what? what? <laughs> yeah, so she's you know upset. This is this is going to be the biggest party of her career, and yes, Yas- also I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yasmin is like, well, we're not doing anything tonight, but that's when Chloe's mom reveals who this order is for. It's for Meredith's Sweet 16 party. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm sorry, honey. Like, I had to take it. But you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm just going to cancel it. But Yasmin is like, no, no, no. We can do it. What's the worst that could happen? Cut to the party where Meredith has made them all dress up like clowns in full makeup. Literal nightmare. Does that freak you oh out? Are, are you like I super afraid clowns. of clowns? I absolutely hate clowns. <laughs> I hate so, them so much. If you recommended Killer Clown on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, to the people I who, got some bad news for you. The people that requested Killer Clowns for next month's Patreon movie. Why do you hate me? Why are you doing yeah. this? <laughs> Christina texts me goes, "I literally cannot watch this. I can't watch the movie. I'm so sorry." What did you say? Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to read the text cuz it's like pretty funny. You said <laughs> and I will simply pass away <laughs> if that gets fixed. 
I'll watch it, but it'll be hard. <laughs> I'll be crying. That'll be the last movie she ever watches. <laughs> we'll have to take a hiatus from the podcast. Um, <laughs> For medical reasons. <laughs> I guess by the time this episode comes out, we will already know yeah. what the movie is. Um, so we'll see if it's Killer Clowns or not. <laughs> and I'm, I'm hoping not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we'll still have a podcast yeah. or not. Anyways, you may, you may continue. <laughs> so... She's like, you guys have to smile. You're clowns. You're supposed to be happy. I'm like, Meredith, you you're, you got one ugly inside, bitch. Your insides are all fucked up. Rotten. Absolutely yeah. rotten. Rotten. Rotten to the core. So Chloe's mom is like, listen, again, if you want to back out, I totally understand. And Jade is like, no, we just need a little time. I have my fashion emergency raft. And she takes out this like handheld sewing machine and she's like, and just like creates a new whole outfit for these people. The drama of this scene. The drama. <laughs> the music and like the lighting. It was so funny to me. It was so dramatic. I loved it. And Sasha's like, yeah, and I have my travel makeup kit. Cut to her unfurling her what looks like basically those like child makeup kits you would get where it's like all different color lip glosses, but they're all clear. Yeah. <laughs> and like five oh different palettes of like pink eyeshadow. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. That's all you need. And they get to work, baby. Mm hmm. So we go into the party where Meredith is making her grand entrance on what? An elephant. An illegal elephant. Okay. And in Mo's words, it's giving circus. And <laughs> <laughs> it's giving keep your eyes on me. It's like a circus. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Except not as cool. And so she's waving to everyone. She's like, I know, so cool, right? Best party ever already, and we're just starting. But then her grand entrance is usurped by the brats. Who walk out in their new clown outfits and their new hair. And Yasmin has the deepest side part that has ever existed in the history of side parts. And they have all the candy and like the pickle puffs and everybody immediately goes. The pickle puffs. They go for the food. Couldn't care less about Meredith. So Meredith is pissed off, obviously. She ends up running over to the girls and is like, um, you're not here to be adorable. You're here to work. <laughs> and then she calls Chloe Clover. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Hey, Clover, uh, can I get a soda with a slice of lime? No lemon, but with a cherry. But take off the stem and put it into umbrellas, one yellow and one green. And Sasha is like literally about to fucking deck her in the face. when <laughs> Chloe stops her and is like, it's fine. We got it. And Meredith is like, tell your friends to keep a cork in it or I'll have to fire your mom again. Yeah, crazy thing to say. Also, I am remembering in the quiz, it's like, you know, what's your secret talent? And it's like, are you a secret fas fashionista? Are you a secret blah, blah, blah? Mm. Like, are you clumsy? And Sasha's is like, do you have a really bad temper? Oh, my God. Lord. So later on, the girls keep working and Cherish actually comes up to them and she's like, yeah, I've had to put up with her every day for 11 years. I bet you can feel my pain, but you guys look like rock stars. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, Cherish is nice. Yeah, I love Cherish. And she says um, she'll pay for them to kidnap her, and she's worth a lot of money. And I'm like, what do your parents do? Like, your dad's a principal, but you live on a, like, mansion estate. Mom's got to have the money. Or family. Mm, Yeah. Like, yeah, my dad's a principal, but he's an oil baron, too. Yeah, he just does this, like, to fill his days, you know. (laughs) Manny goes over and tries to flirt with Cherish. I'm like, how old is he? Yeah, because he's supposed to be in high school, and Cherish looks like she's 10, 11. 11? Yeah, she's 11. Yeah. I guess Manny's probably 13. 14? Yeah. Usually ninth ninth grade? Mm, Yeah, maybe, maybe 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. 13 would be less weird, but he does look older than her. Oh, absolutely. It is weird. They should have just like made, that they had that. <laughs> yeah, they should have just made Cherish like a little bit older. Just make her make her the same age as a tad Manny. older, yeah. Yeah. So we then get this little mini montage of the party. We see all of the cliques sitting at their designated spots. Dimly is doing the ring toss when Cherish goes over to him and he tells her that she's a very beautiful girl. And not to let anyone tell her otherwise. Aww. And she's like, you're a good dad. And I'm like, no, he's not. But whatever. And he thanks her. And I wrote, awkward because his daughter, Angelina Jolie, is estranged from Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they are not on speaking terms. Not at all. Back to the entertainment at the party. Meredith gets on stage Mm. and she does a performance and I looked up the song's title because I I was like, this can't be the title. Her song is called Fabulous. It is. This came out before High School Musical 2. (gasps) Oh my god. I'm I'm pretty sure High School Musical 2 came out. Because I think, weren't they both 2007? I guess they came out at the same time. The release for High School Musical 2 was on August 17th. When was Bratz? Okay, August 3rd. So there was really no... It it happened around the same time. Mm -hmm. But she does regale everyone with a rendition of her fabulous. But she does sing about how people didn't like her in elementary school, but people are always jealous of, like, those who are, like, smarter than them or something. It's a real... Like, people can... You can see people's faces in the audience, like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? And I was like whoa yeah what's happening here what's unraveling yeah the song is pretty wild Mm -hmm. the one lyric that i remember the best is don't worry that you're inferior it's just that i'm superior fabulous fabulous (laughs) she finishes her song wearing a really cute outfit too Mm -hmm. and she's like and next i'd like to invite my dear friend yasmin to the stage a little birdie told me that you love to sing. Manny, who's in the back of the party, actually gets up and he's like, rut row, and he leaves. Coward. I'm like, you knew you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. So everybody pushes Yasmin to get on stage and sing. Her friends are like trying to support her. They're cheering. Even Dexter is like, go get him, Yasmin. I'm like. And he looks at Jade and is like. Good for you. Hey. <laughs> I love your friends. And <laughs> she she gets up on stage. She completely freezes, of course. She chokes and uh, just runs off the stage. And Meredith is like, oh, my God, that's such a shame. She didn't grace us with her vocal presence. But don't worry. I have a recording to show you. 
and she plays the video from Manny. Oof. Everyone laughs except for Dylan, who gets up and has everybody join in to dance to La Cucaracha. Everybody makes a big ass like dance line. They're all having a great time. They really just completely forget about what just happened, rolls right off. <laughs> this pisses Meredith off. She literally pulls the power plug to the DJ and gets on stage to do an outfit change, like a quick change with glitter, and is wearing uh, an outfit she describes as aquamarine meringue. It is like the most 2007 like homecoming dress you've ever seen. Yeah. The like the big pink ribbon right under the boobs. It's like that bright blue color with the ruffles all the way down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have like distinct memories of seeing this dress in many a Seventeen magazine back in the day. Of course. So she asks everybody if they're having a great time and they're like, yeah, is this the best super sweet 16 party you've ever been to? Yeah. <laughs> Do you all love me? Crickets. Really awkward. And she's like, okay, time for dancing. Anyways. So flirty flirt flirt mixin. Yasmin runs into Dylan and offers him foie gras mousse. And he tells her that she looked great on the big screen. And she tells him she is humiliated. But he's like, no, don't let it get you down. It's Meredith. And they almost kiss. Mm. But Meredith interrupts them. And she's like, stop fraternizing. (laughs) But then she has bigger fish to fry. So she actually sees Cameron talking to Chloe. And she calls her elephant over and bumps into Chloe, making her drop the tray. So she decides to fire Chloe and tells her to clean up the mess. And she asks Cameron to get her a drink, but he's like, get your own drink. Mm. Not, you're done, we're over. He's like, get your own drink. Yeah, you showed him. You showed him, Cameron. Way to put your foot down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meredith gets the elephant to follow him, but ends up tripping on Jade and into her cake. Yeah. And she gets up. Then she loses her balance, almost falls into the pool, but Quinn and Avery fall in instead. And then the elephant pushes Meredith in. The elephant's revenge. Yeah. She's in the pool. The brats come over. They offer to help her get a towel. And she's like, you've ruined everything. Now the party is over. You ruined it for everyone. And she's like, you brats. So Cherish comes over and tells everyone this is the best party she's ever been to. So we go back to school the next day and we can see that the cliques are like fully back in force. Everybody has completely fallen back in line. The cheerleaders go up to Sasha and they basically like give her an ultimatum that she needs to hang out with them or she's off the squad. And sweet Dexter even does the same thing to Jade. He's like... You know, if you're not going to hang with us, then maybe you're not the right fit for the science club. And she's like, Dexter, don't be that guy. And he's like, it's not up to me. And I'm like, it literally is up to you. But it's looking like it's up to you. Whatever. You've asked her to be on the team. Yeah. So Jade, Yasmin, Sasha, they all and Dylan, they all sit down together at a table. Jade and Sasha talk about how they want to do the talent show. 
but Yasmin refuses. And they say that it's the only way to get like the whole school back together because Meredith wins every year, but Yasmin is the only one that can break her streak. Yasmin is refusing. They call her a chicken. And Dylan is like, hey, if you sing, I'll spin. Sasha offers to choreograph. They say they can get Chloe to do the background video. Jade can do the costumes. And they should get everybody who Meredith ever shot down to perform with them. Yasmin is still saying no, but Jade reminds her of the scholarship prize, which Chloe could definitely use. So Yasmin does agree, but only for Chloe. Except, wait, they need a name. And that's when little Miss Chloe walks up and is like, well, 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 if it isn't the brats. The brats. Wow. Wow. Cut to the montage. Sasha takes the girls to the studio and teaches choreography. Dylan passes out the music to the band. Meredith rejects more auditioners. Chloe makes a background video of a mime. She's like, I got this amazing footage of the mime. I'm like, I feel Bro, like what? they just like occasionally shove in there that she likes filmmaking, but not enough to really like cement it. No, definitely not. Yeah. I thought it was more weird than like, oh, she also has this hobby. Mm-hmm. More dancing. Jade makes the costumes, more auditions, more dance rehearsal. <laughs> I wrote, not Beans as Plunger Man. Oh, yeah, because Beans from Even Stevens has a three-second cameo. Yeah. And then Avery actually like records the girls rehearsing. So later that night, Sasha gets home to her dad's house. She's so exhausted, she forgot the fact that she was actually supposed to be at her mom's house tonight. He's like, don't worry, I'll call your mom. I just want to let you know that I'm really proud of you and your friends for putting aside your differences and making it work. And she thanks him, and she says that maybe one day him and mom can do the same. Mm. Meredith is still pissed about the brats, and she's pissed off that they're performing in the talent show and refuses to let them ruin her talent show. So Meredith calls Yasmin in for a meeting and shows her something on her laptop and tells her it is in her best interest to drop out of the show or else she'll go public with all the embarrassing flaws that she has on her friends, particularly Chloe. (sighs) And Meredith talks about how when Chloe's mom worked for their family... Things just disappeared, um, and she wouldn't want the whole school knowing. Yasmin is like, Meredith, like, you're pathetic. You know, just leave Chloe alone. The deal is done. So while the girls are practicing with Dylan, Yasmin comes in and breaks the news that she is dropping out of the talent show. They are obviously shocked because this came completely out of left field, And she tries to just, like, make some excuses about how she never wanted to do it. And it's just not her thing. It's stupid. And Chloe's like, what the fuck? Like, what's stupid is the fact that I'm about to get kicked off my soccer team. Jade is also pissed because her grades are dropping because she's putting so much time into this show. What happened to them sticking together? And Yasmin, girl, you gotta learn to lie better. She's just like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it anymore. I know. Okay. 
pick an excuse, any excuse. And they're like, well, in that case, maybe we're just not feeling you anymore. And they walk off the stage and they also tell Yasmin to delete their numbers. <laughs> so. Damn. That's how you know it's serious. For real. <sighs> so Yasmin watches the girls take their name off the talent show roster. And Dylan also isn't talking to Yasmin um, because he's been working on the act too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Yasmin comes home and she obviously she's devastated, right? She's letting her friends down. The guy that she likes is mad at her. So she talks to Bubby and she's crying and Bubby's like, Yasmin, you just need to tell them the truth. And she's like, but I, you know, don't want them to like have all this stuff mm-hmm. leaked about them. And she's like, they're your friends. Like you need to be honest with them and they will decide what they want to do. Yeah. So we then cut over to the other brats. Chloe's mom goes into her room is like, oh, Hey, ladies, what should I wear for the talent show? But they tell her that they're not doing the show anymore because Yasmin bailed. And they just talk about how, like, it doesn't make any sense. And Chloe's mom is like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you guys have been friends for years. I think you owe it to Yasmin to look a little deeper and find out why she quit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just taking this these, like, half excuses at face value. Why don't you want to do it anymore? I never wanted to do it. Bye. Come on, ladies. So Yasmin calls Sasha and asks to meet face-to-face, but the girls are already outside her window. Aww. Meanwhile, at the talent show, Meredith welcomes everybody and introduces the celebrity judges who will vote for me. I'm totally kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Meredith's deranged. Yeah. So we go back to Yasmin's house. The girls, you know, they now know the truth. They're really pissed off at Meredith. And they just wish that Yasmin had told them. But they're not going to let Meredith scare them into quitting. Hell yeah. And then somebody brings up a very fair point, which is that no matter what, Meredith is still going to try and make their lives miserable, whether they win or not. So they might as well stand up for themselves and show some attitude. The latitude. It's like the latitude. <laughs> and longitude. <laughs> so Yasmin is really surprised that they would want to get on stage and risk everybody laughing at them and thinking that they're losers until they graduate. But you know what? That doesn't matter to these brats. No. We see the talent show. Who's the act that we see first? It's Mr. Chet Hanks. It sure is. He's like, exercise? Yeah, I get enough exercise. Just pushing my luck. That did make me laugh, I gotta say. Pretty corny. Um, Meredith shoes him off stage and the other acts perform. Clearly, Meredith only picked shitty acts so that she wouldn't have any competition. And then... It's her time to perform. Mm. Do you want to talk about the performance? Sure. But first, we have a very, very dramatic secret agent-esque montage of the brats Ah, arriving at school. Like, I'm pretty sure they're wearing trench coats and they're like, walking through the parking lot and there's like fog and stuff. Yeah, yeah, fog, fog, fog. (laughs) It's so dramatic and I loved it. 
So Meredith is performing her song. It is all about herself. MySpace, I have 10 million friends to text me. And page me on your cell and press send. Diva what? Diva who? Diva where? That's me. It's honestly a bop. It really is. It is way better. Meredith and the Meredaths for Halloween. I don't think anyone would recognize Everyone should know. I am excited to do the Easy A yes. costume. Yeah. Um, no, this song is actually really catchy. It's way better than Bratitude. I do think that she deserved uh, her win, which she ultimately does get. Yeah. Because, God, that thing is catchy. <laughs> so. <laughs> I might go listen to it after this. Yeah, I, I recommend. The Brats, meanwhile, they go into the audience and they start, like, pulling everybody for their performance. Also, Meredith's song is long, too. Like, she performs the whole thing. It's not just an excerpt. So at the end, everybody just, like, very tentatively claps. And I'm like, come on, people. Love her or hate her. You got to admit that she put her (laughs) all into that performance. So Meredith shoes everybody off stage before saying it's time to see who the winner is. But she is stopped by Yasmin, who says there's still one more act. Oh. Meredith is immediately like, no, there fucking isn't. (laughs) And Sasha's dad gets up and he's like, hey, they signed up. They have the right to perform, which if a parent tries to argue with me, I'm always just like, absolutely. Yeah, I'm baby. (laughs) I I could never stand. Like, what do you say to someone's parent? That's crazy. Yeah. So (laughs) then. Sasha's mom also gets up and, like, backs up her dad, which, you know, Sasha is very proud of. And Meredith shuts them down. But Sasha is like, you will not disrespect my parents like that. That's right. And Jade, yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. Jade tells Meredith to bag it. And Meredith is like, Yasmin, are you sure you want to do this? And the girls just like nod at Yasmin and Meredith begins her blackmail speech. She's like, Jade, exhibit A, like shows her dressing conservatively in front of her parents and then reveals her being a fashionista at school. And Jade like gets up and she's like, I am both of those girls. I love science and math and my parents. But I also love expressing myself through fashion. And I want everyone in my life to accept that. With the way that everyone was being so dramatic about this jump drive, I thought that it was going to be like new secrets that we didn't know. There's only one like new secret that comes out. Yeah, it's really... Also, she has nothing on Sasha either. Yeah, yeah, there's (laughs) nothing on Sasha. It's pretty like subpar blackmail. But then Meredith goes in on Chloe... And she's like, when your mom was looking for a job, my family graciously hired her. And Chloe stole my dolly. I'm still brings tears to my eyes. And like when, you know, she stole the doll, they fired her mom. Yeah. And Chloe says, it's true. My mom worked for them, which is more... Like, no one cares about her fucking doll. It's the fact that, like, I guess it's embarrassing to 
have a mom who cleans another classmate's house. Like right. that's the secret part. Yeah. And Chloe's like, yeah, it's true. My mom worked for them. My mom would do anything to provide for me. And she's my hero. But I never stole your doll. And Cherish is like, <laughs> yeah, I'm the one who took your doll. You were using it as a doorstop. <laughs> oh, Cherish. Gotta love her. These are the jokes, people. <laughs> so somehow this turns into like everybody confessing their secrets. Um, Yasmin's brother apologizes for betraying his sister. Some random football player is like, yeah, I've been taking ballet since I was five. I like to pop and lock and <laughs> jam, jam and, and break. break. Yeah, there's like random nerd confesses to cheating on a bunch of tests. And I'm like, I would have kept that one to yourself. <laughs> to myself. <laughs> <But> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever you got to do to unburden yourself, buddy. And mm-hmm. um, Bubby confesses to being a chocoholic, which I think we and all I'm knew. Like, How bad is it, Bubby? <laughs> yeah. How bad is it? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> finally, after all of this stuff that happens Mm -hmm. the brats get on stage to perform the seminal classic bratitude Mm -hmm. and i agree that it would be a great group costume yes i do worry that people would be like oh is are you the cheetah girls because it's a very similar thing of like everybody having one color but Mm -hmm. those who know the, the girlies who get it get it well i think that a good costume too would just be to be the brats oh i would love to do that that would be so fun wait we should do that yeah, you'd have to be Chloe. Sorry, Obvious. I don't make the rules. <laughs> it's fine with me. I'm very used to being the token blonde, so I'll take it. Yeah. And then it's just like everyone in the auditorium performing. Mm-hmm. It turns out attitude is a hard word to rhyme with. Yeah, because so. they're like, we got up attitude, got to take the latitude. And I'm like, what does that mean? What do you mean, gotta take the latitude? (laughs) Yeah, because then they rhyme it for a third time with just attitude. And I'm like, that's the same word. (laughs) I know. Um, Christina wrote, Jade is a better singer than Yasmin. And I'm like, that's true. Yeah. The choir joins in, the mariachi band. No, it's the marching band. No, both of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So everyone is is in there, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Sasha's parents hug. I, I don't even know how gratitude rekindled a <laughs> divorced couple, but it did. Jade mm-hmm. kisses Dexter on the cheek. Ooh. Cameron is about to go on stage when Meredith stops him and says, if you go on stage, I'm never speaking to you again. And he's like, that's a deal and takes off. And Yasmin kisses Dylan on the cheek. Chloe kisses Cameron on the cheek. Holy shit. Lots of cheek kissing going on. I guess they didn't want to have any actual. Yeah, I guess so. Kissing. (laughs) Whatever. The cheerleaders also do some tricks and everyone is just singing and dancing. It's a big old party. It does remind me of the Cheetah Girls too when they're in Spain and Mm, they do the performance. Amigas Cheetahs. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Amigas. But way catchier song. Yeah. Gratitude is not standing oh, up against no the lyricism of Miss Galleria. That's for sure. Gal- Galleria Garibaldi. There comes a time 
when we all choose. <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a grand finale, big explosion, streamers come down, everyone cheers, parents are proud. Oh yeah. Great time. So Dimly gets on stage and says that everyone was wonderful, but we have to pick a winner. And the winner is It's a tie. Meredith and the Brats. Uh so so I guess I, I will present the golden hatchet to my daughter, Meredith, because nepotism wins mm-hmm. once again. But in a plot twist, he then awards the scholarship to <gasps> the Brats. Nice. So who's the real winner here? You could go to any college you want, Chloe. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. <laughs> so after this whole celebration, a man named Tom Mc- McShavy, McShavy. I think it's Tom. Actually, I don't know. Tom McShavy. I guess I thought it was McShavy. Yeah. Um, he is played by the director of this movie, Sean McNamara, actually. <laughs> um, oh, my God. He comes up, he introduces himself as the vice president of MTV Networks. So he goes up to Meredith and tells her that her episode of MTV's Super Sweet 16 had the best numbers to date. That moment that she fell in the pool, outrageous. But you, you four, you brats, you got superstar written all over you. You got Hutzpah, baby. <laughs> I'm going to make you a star, see? <laughs> so he's like, you know, we're actually having a movie premiere on Saturday night, and I want you to be the featured act on the red carpet. Sure. Absolutely. Um, the brats agree, and he gives them his card. Meredith is super pissed and jealous, obviously. Yeah. So they're all over the moon, super excited. And that's when, icing on the cake, the girls tell Chloe that they want her to have the scholarship. She is going to college, no ifs, ands, or buts. Aw, was she not going to go to college? Probably not. It seems like her mom, like, probably wasn't in a position to be able to do that. So unless she got some sort of scholarship, Mm -hmm. it was kind of up in the air, I think. Yeah. I guess I just figured she'd get a soccer or sports thingy, but right. but yeah, I mean, damn, yeah, like go to college, girl, if you mm-hmm. want. So yeah. finally, our last scene is the brats performing on the red carpet, mm. which the gig isn't like as glamorous as yeah. they make it out to be. They're kind of just like doing their performance, which is cool, right? Mm-hmm. But it's definitely while like actual celebrities like mingle mm-hmm. and like go to their respective you know, whatever theater. Yeah. And they only have one song, I'm pretty sure. Or I guess this is a different song. So maybe they have multiple, but. Yeah, this is this is the song that Yasmin was singing earlier. Yeah. She's like, open eyes, I can see what's in front of me. But it's so clearly not her singing. Definitely not. This is like a, this is a grown woman's voice that is singing. Yeah. And um, it's kind of a crazy match that they, they gave her. Yeah. The, the actress that played Yasmin, I believe, was 15 when they shot this. So. Holy moly. Mm-hmm. And Meredith, Paris, and Principal Dimly are spying on them. And Dimly's like, you know, sweetie, there's always next time. And uh, Meredith is like, I'm graduating. And he's like, oh, yes, uh, congratulations. (laughs) 
And then after this whole thing, this whole song is playing during the credits Mm -hmm. at the tail end of this movie, like the the credits are done, right? They've stopped rolling. Janelle Parrish gets an entire music video (laughs) inserted at the end. Yep. Just a whole music video. Just her own song. She's singing at a piano. I didn't watch the whole thing, but she's I think like some piano. Some kids come and like join her and just stand around her while she's singing at the piano. Who did music video concepts in this era? It's you should have been wild. fired. You should have been fucking fired. Who did that? Give Janelle Parrish her moment in the sun, not after the credits. Come on, people. Come on. But yeah, that is Bratz the movie. Oh, yeah, it is. Holy moly. <laughs> I gotta say, it's very campy. Mm-hmm. The The concept, like, there is such a great platform for a, a you know, Josie and the Pussycats-esque mm-hmm. situation. Right. But because it's made for a younger audience, yes. it can't be as, like, clever yeah, I just think it could have been a really cool, like, um, what's the movie with Amanda Bynes? It's not Snow. It's Sydney White. Mm. Kind of like a Sydney White thing where it's, like, comedic and campy. And it could have been that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's the movie the studio wanted. But I do think it would have been better. Yeah, it's definitely, like, this is one of those movies where it's starring like the characters are teens, but the target audience is children. So yeah, because of yeah. that, like they don't really feel like real high school kids because they can only say things that are kid appropriate. Mm-hmm. So like even the fact that the only like the kissing, the kissing on the cheek thing, you know, that's like, oh, this is a kid's movie. Whereas- and he's my boyfriend now, moi. And yeah. he's my boyfriend now, moi. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that kind of thing. I'm like, I can't really hold it against this movie because it is – it's for children, right? My thing with the movie is that I don't think that it captured the the very, like, specific the style. Uh, yeah, like, genuinely the gratitude <laughs> of the Bratz dolls. Like, this no, felt I hear you. more like um, – more in line with, like, the Barbie brand or, like, my scene – it's a little bit too clean cut, a little bit too soft. Whereas like what made Bratz so popular was that they were like these cool fashion girls with like tons yeah. of makeup and like the hair and the huge lips and they had a lot of attitude. And that's why parents like hated these dolls because they thought they were like, quote unquote, bad role models for their kids or whatever. Whatever. And yeah. So I feel like they they kind of missed – that especially just like even looking at the aesthetics of this movie i mean i definitely agree because i think if it was like a more authentic version Mm -hmm. all four of the girls would have been like alt yeah like they would have been like similar to jade's style right Mm -hmm. oh totally yeah hers is the closest to like the actual brat style yeah exactly and so if they wanted to do that even with the similar concept they just would have all been still friends. Like, they mm. never would have had to split up their friendship. Right. They would have just been like, we don't fit into any cliques. And mm-hmm. we do our own thing. Exactly. And transform it from there. Exactly. God, I would love to see that. I would. Yeah. <sighs> let us write a movie, y'all. Yeah. Let us take a crack at some of the Bratz IP. 
I feel like we could we could make something happen. Bratz kind of redid their image recently, mm-hmm. I feel too. Like I've seen a lot of Bratz on I don't know if it's TikTok or if it's like They Instagram. have been doing a lot of like TikTok yeah. stuff. Um yeah, I think that they're they're very much like capitalizing on the 2000s nostalgia moment and also seeing the fact that the Bratz aesthetic is very similar to like the Instagram baddie aesthetic. Yeah, and that's so true. I think that's a really smart move to kind of like remind people of the Bratz mm-hmm. brand. Did they do any sort of color pop collab? I feel like that would really thrive. Probably. I think I'm sure they have. I would be surprised if not. Yeah. That being said, though, I definitely enjoyed this movie way more than I thought I was going to. Me too. I thought it was going to just be, like, kind of insufferable and hard to get through. Mm -hmm. But I actually had a great time watching it. It's, like, when they really leaned into those campy moments and they took it to the edge. It was so funny. It was so enjoyable. Yeah. So despite, I think, it kind of missing on the being a a Bratz movie – I did really have a good time. Yeah. I, I can honestly say that I also liked it better because I there's a big difference between a movie just being fucking bad mm-hmm. and seeing the movie and being like, okay, this is, yeah, not great, but it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I did find it genuinely entertaining. Mm-hmm. I just thought it had way more potential Yes, than, you know, what would end up happening. But yeah, I... I really started to like when she kind of gets like in her evil, weird shit. Meredith mm-hmm. it was so funny, especially the scene where she's looking at dresses. Oh, yeah. I love that whole montage. And it's it's so like inconsequential and whatever. And like probably they yeah. could have easily cut it. But I'm so glad that that was in there because that kind of like mm-hmm. superfluous scene really um, was really enjoyable. That being said, what would you rate Brad's the movie? Oh, my gosh. Um... Like, I don't want to give it a super high rating, obviously, because it's not, like, a great movie and it missed on some things for me. But I don't want to give it a bad rating either because I had a really good time. So I kind of want to give it, like – I was going to give it, like, a 6.5. Okay. I was going to give it a 6. Yeah. Maybe five and a half, six. Mm -hmm. Um, Because theoretically, since we do it out of ten, five would be in the middle. Yeah, that's true. The idea of – Bratz, like the makeup, the clothing, the personas are so rich. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of fodder there. So it was cool to watch the movie and also be like, oh, yeah, those dolls were like so dope mm-hmm. and like very interesting and had really interesting personalities. Yeah. And it was it was so different to Barbie, which was like kind of like cornered the market at the time. And mm-hmm. um brats really gave them a run for their money and that's why they came up with my scene because they were like oh shit we need something that's like teenager like more fashiony that's gonna appeal to like this new generation and then i think brats actually sued barbie for like copyright infringement because I of my scene. Right. yeah there's something like something yeah between them mm-hmm. but i did love my scene i loved my scene as well i i did Delancey? like a, oh my god me? I, I was a I Chelsea girl. Hair. I, I loved Chelsea. She was my favorite. Um, I did a TikTok like a couple months ago of who I would cast in a live action my scene. So if you want to see my pics, mm. where can you do that? Oh, my God. On our TikTok, it's Movies That Raised Us Pod. Oh, my gosh. Great segue. You can also find us on Instagram at Movies That Raised Us. 
And you can follow us on Twitter at mtru underscore pod. You can also send us an email. Our email is moviesthatraisedus at gmail.com. Yes, and you can also join our Patreon. We did Spy Kids this month. It was super fun. Oh, yeah. So if you want to join the party, head over to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes and in our bio. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, we'll see you next week for another – actually, is this our last movie? Yeah, next week is our last one. Yes, We'll see you next week for our last back-to-school movie. <gasps> what could it be? What could oh, it be? I'm so excited. It's going to be I a good gonna one. I think you're going to like it. Yes. Yeah. I'm Mo. And I'm Christina, and our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye. Bye.